0: Catch Exploding Head Movies Mondays at 7 at CITR. And I was going to do the FM, but. All right. Take two. All right. Hey, y'all. Make sure to catch. All right. I got to make it convincing. Hey, <laughs> y'all. Hi, y'all. What you all doing tonight? Listen to Exploding Head Movies on CITR 101.9. FM. Thank you. Hey guys, pleasant Monday evening to you, wherever you may be, hopefully. It is impartially sunny, occasionally showery Vancouver here. Welcome to yet another episode of Exploding Head Movies. This is your cinematically inspired program here found on Vancouver's bright and shiny radio station CITR. We are your voice of UBC here on 101.9 FM on your radio dial. We broadcast at 590 watts from unceded Musqueam territory. From the student nest here on campus to the lower mainland of British Columbia. Our signal takes us across many a place. Squamish to the north, Bellingham, Washington to the south, west across the Salish Sea, where frequency bowels our friends over at UVic, CFUV, and then east into the Fraser Valley. In all these places, but wherever else the internet takes you, you can find us on the web, www.citr.ca. My name's Gack, and I am back. And, uh, got a weird mixture of stuff here for the next couple hours, so stick with me as we sort these things out, and don't worry, no one will bust a gong to scare anyone off, except potentially me. Um, we're going to be juggling many things here, so I'm going to hold off on giving out the phone number for right now, but email me anytime, radiofreegack at gmail.com. Exploding Head Movies is also on Facebook and to Tumblr under its given name. You can follow me on Twitter, at 100air, and on Instagram, I am MyopicMan. I am on Snapchat somewhere, but I don't remember my handle. Anyways, hey, <laughs> I've been gone for a couple weeks, hence why I'm so punchy. I'm going to fill you in on those travels later on in the show, after some exciting guests. We have a sound check going on, and uh, eventually, we'll have many profiles to catch up on, but this week, we'll keep it simple so my jet lag can survive so it's tied to the late game show producer and host possible spy Chuck Barris so it's May Day May 1st hence our opening two numbers not necessarily tied to either labor movement rights giving those folks the ability to work eight days and not be kept up maybe there's a French connection to assistance May Day but uh, the short cue we heard at the beginning, the bum bum, bum bum bum. From the soundtrack to the 1979 spoof Airplane, we heard Elmer Bernstein with Mayday. And I did a profile on airplane the last time I was on the road for an extensive period of time. Then we heard Sébastien Tellier, the French singer songwriter, and off of 2012's My God Is Blue, we heard Mayday. And of course, everything is spelt as though there should be a maypole around. And in the background, this is the local experimental duo. Mians, from last year's 10-inch challenger for the Kingfisher Blues label. That was the Dewey Decibel System. We'll fade that out before things go completely sideways. Mians played a couple of shows over the weekend, including the Symphony of Fire Festival at Lucky's. Uh, they also did another show at Merge with Crawling Human and Heavy Days. Something I definitely could have sorted out earlier, except, hey, I was on the road. But um, anyways, Louise Burns will be coming up shortly. They are still doing a little sound check here. So once all the appropriate sounds are in the right order, we'll take care of things and get them live and direct into your ears. I got five songs for you, and then uh, we'll interview them afterwards. So let's hop around for my plan here. Uh, I'll go to Toronto. Lydia Ainsworth, she studied cello at the age of 10. The Bachelor's in Music Composition at McGill, and then a Master's in Composition at NYU. She scored a couple student films, including uh, 2011's The Woods, as directed by Matthew Lesnar. Timber Concerts presents Lydia Ainsworth, along with guest Nashlin. It'll be this Thursday, May 4th, at the Fox Cabaret. Yeah, that's lined up. Wow. Uh, Doors at 8, show at 9. And tickets start at $12, either online or at both Red Cat locations and Zulu. Supermodel latest release, Darling of the Afterglow. This is Lydia Ainsworth with Afterglow.
1: Lighting the way Barring the sun
2: Across Canada, over half a million people are living with dementia, including thousands of British Columbians. Join the Alzheimer's Society of BC on the first Sunday of May at the Investors Group Walk for Alzheimer's to honor and remember those who face dementia in your community. When we walk, we make memories matter. You honor people who have passed and acknowledge the work that must be done to ensure help and hope for people living with the disease today. Visit www.walkforalzheimers.ca to find a walk near you.
0: for their latest album The Far Field that was Future Islands with Beauty of the Road and they are one of the acts performing at this year's Pemberton Music Festival whose lineup was announced just last Friday also features acts like Chance the Rapper Tribe Called Quest The Avalanches that's the one I'm looking forward to Heim, Run the Jewels Ween Tegan and Sarah Migos Thundercat Local Natives Rural Alberta Advantage and many more again this will be up in Pemberton British Columbia July 13th through 16th, otherwise in the background here, this is Mort Garson with Walk to Grange Hall, off the soundtrack to the 1970, I think it was a documentary, Didn't You Hear, great New Brunswick uh, composer, full of whimsy, and eventual darkness, so, anyways, Louise Burns are ready, we got Louise, we got Darcy. We got Jody, we got Zane. They're all ready to play a few songs for us. They're excited. Sound check is complete. So, well, we get ourselves ready here. So, live here at CITR World Headquarters, Louise Burns. Oh, God, I have to figure out the audio here. I think we're good to go. So, CITR one point nine FM, Vancouver. i Louise Burns and band live here at CITR 11.9 FM in the student nest. Great quality set there. And we'll get the band here in the studio after they sort of cool down a bit, sweating through it all. So my name is Gagalus Listen to Exploding Head movies here. Let's uh, get uh, one little ad out of the way and then uh, we'll get one song and then we'll see what shape everyone's in.
3: On May the fifth, the East Vancouver Community Music School is hosting the first annual spring benefit concert with special guests, the Ruffle Feathers, Francois Huell, and the Fictionals Comedy Company, at the Unitarian Church of Vancouver. Wine, snacks, a silent auction, and art from seven to eight p.m. Music and comedy from eight to ten. Although the EVCMS does not yet have a permanent home of their own, their immediate goal is to raise money so they may continue to provide music lessons at subsidized rates, ensuring that students from low income households can pursue a musical education. Tickets to the event are sold on brown paper tickets.
1: You see, and I ain't what they say. So come on here now.
3: Can you hear the main day?
0: From the 2001 album, Folk, that was How We Be, and an uh, unknown person helping out that I probably could look up, but I didn't. Uh, that was, oh God, somewhere else, Musical May Day, since it is May Day, and plenty of music was had there. So, speaking of both things, Loving the Studio is half of the performance Sing, <laughs> performing people behind the music you just heard. We have Louise Burns. Hello. And we have Darcy, name... Darcy.
4: Darcy, Darmon, Hancock. Ruby Darmon, Dardar Dar Vumi, Hancock.
0: That was a long birth certificate there, so...
4: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's Nightmare Nighty traveling. We'll, <laughs> 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 we'll just call him Darcy for short, so...
4: <laughs> call him whatever you want. But his name is officially Darmon. Darmon. hmm
3: Yeah.
0: Like that Star Trek planet?
3: <laughs> is that a Star Trek planet? <laughs> uh, I remember yeah, there was something Star. about
0: the... Uh, at some point, Picard went to a planet, and all he could speak was Darmok, on the height, mm. all these things. Whoa,
4: that's so. really nerdy, but I'm probably going to Google that later, so thank
0: you. Yeah, you can always just give him some new meta art to work with. So. I will, I will. So how are you guys doing?
4: We're doing good. Yeah? Yeah, we're doing good. Just, uh, you know, fresh from playing in fluorescent lights, and- uh, Not something you're used to? No, not so much. <laughs> yeah, it's sort of the privilege
0: here that at some point, like, okay, I'm just going to turn off all the lights here, Yeah. and I'll just watch you, and then-
4: Yeah. Yeah, I guess we could we have requested to turn the lights off. I wonder if we should have done we that. We
0: could check with Mr. Andy Resto booker of things because yeah, it's possible. I think what kind of light would you have preferred? I think, think
4: that we generally like a very like low-lit sort of dark situation so we don't feel insecure about about everything, you know. Were you feeling yeah, insecure during it. this performance? I always in feel insecure. I always feel like I have sing face. <laughs> what is
0: your sing face i don't
4: i don't know i don't want to know that's the thing okay i think (laughs) enough photos were taken during the performance
0: we'll find out soon enough what you have is it just the open jaw like "Ah."
4: probably or like a furrowed brow very serious
0: quite likely yeah so do you think candles or something or maybe just something like halogen lights
4: um you know yeah disco balls halogen lights um what's those fiber things from the 90s that look like uh like oh yeah, fishing bad line. Bad cuts. Yeah, the, yeah, the fiberglass. I don't know what they're called. Those things. Um, you know, we may have
0: nights. to actually kit out our entire studio for a more conducive performance. Since then, you know, so yeah. like velvet curtains.
4: Yeah, I'm not coming back. I mean, to you appreciate.
0: <laughs> All right, if we upgrade, maybe. <laughs> I mean, you do appreciate everything else that we had the lounge, right? Exactly. Like complimentary yeah. coffee that was tea. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we were we were running short there. That's okay. So nice. So, Young Mopes.
4: Name of my album, yeah.
0: That, That's good. Uh, that was actually the first thing I was going to ask you. Well, yeah, or t- I, know t- test you on. I know
4: you're unprepared, so I can answer. And I can ask and answer questions for you if you like. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we, we can always flip it around. So, But yeah, no, it's just comparing like like the past couple of albums and leading to this. Um, I mean, the main thing I've always been impressed with with you is there's always been a great diversity of sound that uh, you have. Like, I think about your 2009 debut, where it was a little bit more almost, not quite rockabilly, but kind of like that 50s-inspired pop, and then Mm -hmm. um, Midnight Mass was a little bit more 80s sound. How would you describe (coughs) what you have here for Young Mopes?
4: Uh, Just a bunch of stuff. Just a bunch of stuff. I didn't want to have a sound in mind, because the first record I was really obsessed with old music, and I wanted to make a really straightforward pop album. I didn't want to have any ear candy, any sort of overproduced synthesizers or whatever I just wanted to be really strong pop songs in a very basic format and uh the next record I discovered Logic and started writing and got really into the 80s sort of synthesizer sound and uh and then this record I just wanted to serve the song for what they were instead of overthinking the production as a whole and just going song by song and saying this one's a country song and this one is a dance song and this one's like a weird 70s dad rock song and that's okay so It's more just a collect, it's eclectic, it's eclectic.
0: Eclecticism. That's nice. No, I mean, the main thing that jumped out at me both by listening to the album and listening it live is that, uh, yeah, there's a wide mix of things. And as you said, the song kind of serves how it will be played. So
4: yeah, I I like to do that more nowadays because I get really bored with myself. If I do one thing, it's sort of, it's sort of mind numbing to me. (laughs) Understandable. (laughs) Yeah, I think we all get like that. So the more diverse it is, the better.
0: Nice. So right now, Young Mopes is pretty live and relevant to you right now, then. It's still sort of like kind of growing. Well, yeah,
4: it's old now, I guess, because that's the funny thing about putting albums out. It always takes like a year to do. But uh, no, I think that we just like now that I have Jody and Darcy and Zane, they all give their own input into it. Darcy played on the record, of course. So all of the guitar parts are his. And the more that we play live, the more it changes. And that's really fun. That's a fun thing about you know, being an abandoned general is not doing the same thing over and over again.
0: No, of course it's not written yeah. down in stone. You can yeah. see how it evolves. So, exactly. mm-hmm. so live. Um, I know that uh, you opened up for the Zolos recently, right?
4: We went on tour with them. Yeah, and that's right. How did that go? It was the easiest tour of my life. It was so pleasant, and nothing bad happened. And it was almost like, what, what, ba- what's going to happen? This is too, this is too good. They're just really sweet guys, and their audience was great. Most shows were sold out, and yeah, I mean. I got sick on the last night, that was the worst thing that happened, so it was great. We were so, always in
3: bed by midnight. So.
4: Yeah, we were always in bed by midnight. It oh. was we so wholesome. It was Doesn't amazing. Totally. You what? usually drive until well, yeah, four AM. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Were you guys responsible
0: for <laughs> actually getting yourself from place to place too, or did you sort of like piggyback on what the Zolas had?
4: We all had limo drivers, personal limo oh, excellent. drivers. Yeah. Darcy had an escalade and I actually I had um a sort of alternating like bus and like stretch limousine, so we was. We, it was really pleasant for us.
0: Oh, I can imagine. Yeah, I would figure there'd be maybe like tuk tuks or a little, like a husky sled dogs at some Not point. Not yet. Not That's yet. The next tour. You're going to build up to that a little yeah. bit more artisanal, down to earth,
4: funky transportation. Yeah, artisanal transportation. Go. <laughs> so so let's
0: go. based on that, um, you've had bad touring experiences too.
4: I think everyone has to. It's sort of part of right a like, passage. Yeah, and What's then
0: one that comes to mind right now.
4: Um. I mean, there's been a, there's been a lot of bad ones. Uh, I've toured. Darcy and I went to China a few years ago. We toured Southern China, and that was like pretty much all all good. But there was a few shows where um, the the bars we were playing at were used to cover songs, and a few. I think like it's sort of expected that when you're a band touring, if you're a Canadian band touring in in China in that particular bar, you're supposed to play cover songs. So I we were playing like you know our our stuff and we kept getting requests yelled at us and what were
0: they <laughs> requesting
4: Adele like I can't sing Adele. listen to me I sound like I, I can't even talk right now like little I can't sing Adele so it was like kind of a funny it was funny it wasn't like a bad thing that yeah. happened I've had much worse things happen where you know you're stuck in a field somewhere or
0: <laughs> you're lucky that you escaped Your the entire thing. fire madness that happened over the past week the what the fife for fire it's the oh uh, that oh
4: it's yeah. so funny to me yeah we, i've never had anything like that happen pretty close though something pretty close but no close how i don't Oh, just like festivals where you show up and it's just like a disaster and no one's there except i don't know it's
0: yeah, yeah. i don't know you won't mention names that's no fair. i won't mention names yeah. i
4: don't want to yeah
0: no but sometimes there's a stage
4: sometimes there's a stage if you're lucky and sometimes, sometimes the guitarist doesn't swear
0: sometimes <laughs> and break it's the raining studio.
4: sometimes <laughs> okay. it's raining and and there's electrical equipment and it's not covered and you're expected to go play on, on this sta- stage that's yeah. you know you might basically as well just be carry
0: umbrellas and yeah. other metal posts yeah. with you just to yeah it's a death trap lightning mm-hmm. so. I
4: think that's why they wanted people to see you you know get fried by by whatever happens with <laughs> rain and electricity. <laughs> Both totally safe There's things. been a Nothing. few. Nothing <laughs> crazy has happened. I mean, crazy stuff has happened, but I mean, I just feel like that's just part of being a musician. Yeah. Yeah.
0: No, it's not like everything's handed to you on a platter no. all the time.
4: And if it and I mean, I don't know. It becomes probably more personal things that go wrong when you yeah. realize it doesn't last or something. Yeah. Understandable. Darcy, what's the worst thing that's happened to you on tour of your entire musical career with Lady Hawk?
0: Ever going
3: to the state of Iowa every time. Oh, Iowa I don't know. yeah
4: oh the last time we were there that was bad that was bad news they were being It's just
3: a scary place mm-hmm. Iowa Culturally, really yeah
0: okay yeah. yeah I just sort of like I kind of grew up north of the Midwest there in Thunder Bay and to oh. me there's points south where you're like okay Minnesota's all right Wisconsin has its merits but then once you're hurting maybe a Dakota or Missouri mm-hmm. things get sort of fishy so
4: yeah I remember being in Iowa City and uh which is funny because they have a really good uh university radio there that are very good to me but i we played um we played a show and i just remember like the guys getting out of the van and some like crazy
3: i was like <laughs> bullied by like a baby boomer man wearing like <laughs> he was wearing pajamas essentially and he was like never a good thing when three men dressed in black got out of a van from <laughs> british columbia what is that anyway and i was like you're wearing pajamas in public your wife should be, I think, as embarrassed
0: of you.
4: Bullied by a baby boomer. That's so good.
0: I was kind of hoping that it would oh. sort of extend. And if he's wearing the pajamas, he has sort of like the pajama footies well, there, too. Just, he just oh, came from a gross. football game,
3: so he was dressed in, like, you know, gym strip. <laughs> like, teen teen boy gym strip. But
4: gym strip. What a concept. That could be
0: Iowa uniform. We, you could I think it was, but it looked <laughs> like, Maybe. you know, gym strip Yeah. to me. Yeah. Maybe it was part Zubas.
4: Zubas that?
0: That's the crazy striped, uh, oh, yeah, the- <laughs> like. 90s early band. 90s like bro kind of Zuba? gear zubas you know it's quality because it's got two zeds in there
4: <laughs> and i think there was a revival briefly
0: Wait. with some sports teams are like i don't know
4: oh wow <laughs> I, I prefer fubu personally so well, you're a fubu fan <laughs> yeah heavy into fubu
0: <laughs> i can tell because that's all you're wearing right now <laughs> yeah i'm just decked out yeah <laughs> Pimp sneakers too. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I know you have the video out for um, uh, shoots uh, storms and storms. Yeah. Yep. And uh, was one of them tied to a fundraiser? Because I remember looking up something that was uh, tied to not quite a Kickstarter campaign, but it's almost like a, a, a Patreon, where the idea is that you're helping fund some money to get a video made.
4: No, that's one that's I'm trying to get now. Okay, so which yeah. one is that? It's for a song called Moonlight Shadow on my album, okay. and um, my friend Eliza in L.A. approached me with a concept that was really cool, so we decided to apply for a grant. The voting has ended, unfortunately, or oh. else it would have been a great plug, great plug, but... Uh, I have a
0: stale plug, mm-hmm. all right.
4: Yeah, yeah, it's just no longer relevant, but that did happen.
0: Okay, well, did you succeed then? I don't know yet. I don't know Okay. Results still need to be weighed. All right. Mm -hmm. We will knock on wood.
4: Knock on plastic wood, yeah.
0: Formica, whatever. Someone found the wood. Darcy found wood. (laughs) (laughs)
4: Thanks, (laughs) Darcy.
0: Well done. All right. Um, So you have some shows coming up. Uh, The CULCH later in the month.
4: Yep. And before that, we're going to Upstream Festival in Seattle. Okay. We're playing um, with the Bell Game and Twin River and... um, it's going to be really fun. That's on the 12th. And then yeah, the Colch. and uh we're going up to Dawson City in July, doing a tour in June of Canada. And yeah, a lot of a lot of stuff, real smattering, smattering of gigs.
0: Oh, wow, a smattering of live performances. <laughs> nice. Yes. All right. Um aside from that, uh, so with what you're doing there right now, are you previewing any new material at all or are you just road not testing yet. some stuff? No.
4: Not yet. I'm working on new music right now, but it's not ready yet.
0: Okay. And I read somewhere, I think it was on Facebook or Twitter, that uh, it was Pet Shop Boys inspired. Yeah,
4: it's all Darcy's fault, for, in a good fault way, because Darcy is a huge Pet Shop Boys fan. And yeah. all of our tour drives are always soundtracked by their albums, so.
0: Good quote, cool, good choice there. Yeah, Darcy, what's the uh, best Pet Shop Boys song on the road? Song, I
3: don't know. But Introspective would probably be the best, best driving album. album. Yeah, for sure. Totally makes That's sense. Maybe not the best album. Well, probably, maybe it does, yeah. It's pretty good. They're all the best album yeah. until 95.
4: But what that, that new one that d- came out a few years ago, we liked that one. It was one. actually pretty good, yeah. Yeah, there was a song about, was the song about relationships?
3: Uh, I don't remember, but.
4: It had some, like, really insightful, like, heartbreaking middle-aged lyrics, you know? Like, when, when artists are, like, in their middle, like, from the ages of 45 to, like, 60, they write some, like, really insightful stuff.
0: Yeah, because at this point, David Tennant has been around for so long, yeah, and yeah, he's thinking about everything that he saw, all the people he's lived with, and of course, you know, thinks songs like Being Boring. Oh, that song uh, makes me cry, it's so good. You realize it's like, so many people have left his life that, you know, I I get that, that at a certain point, it's like, you have no pretense of having any, you know, thing that you have to really impress people by, it's like, Mm -hmm. okay, this is how life really is. Yeah. It is sometimes sad. Things will go wrong. People will leave you. And, you know, big credit for still, you know, putting out music like that and not pandering to anything.
4: Totally. And when he writes those kind of lyrics where you just feel like you feel like unified with him, you feel like you get him and he gets you. That's just like that's the power of songwriting, man.
0: Oh, you got it too, mm-hmm. and oh, no, you'll be kicking yet. around <laughs> till that long. <laughs>
4: Hopefully, <laughs> that would be cool. Hopefully,
0: in time. Well, just let it happen, one gig at a time.
4: One gig at a time.
0: All right, Louise. Uh, how can people track you online or find out information about what you're up to?
4: Well, I have a website, but I'm too embarrassed because I tried to do it myself and it looks terrible. So I would. Whoa, recommend... you wrote the HTML? No, no. Oh God, no. Squarespace, <laughs> but I don't know what I'm doing. So my friend, who's a web designer, is like, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> Don't it's tell anyone. You're you. not on the
1: web. No, you're just
4: <laughs> <laughs> I tried. I am just not very good at that stuff. But um Facebook, uh just Louise Burns Music on Facebook, uh underscore Louise Burns underscore on Twitter, and Louise Burns Music on Instagram. And I keep those things pretty updated.
0: Awesome. And you I think you had SoundCloud as well and Bandcamp I, too.
4: Bandcamp I I only have my first album up there okay. for some reason. Uh SoundCloud, yes. Spotify. Apple Music, all those all streaming things, yeah. YouTube, YouTube if you like.
0: Yep. Yeah. Awesome, Darcy. You got anything you want to plug?
4: Darcy's working on a solo album right now.
0: Whoa. Yeah, and it's it will awesome. become a band, but
3: yeah, I just had to you know take charge because it's easier that way.
4: Yeah.
3: When you're approaching forty and no one has time to jam. Oh right, <laughs> <okay>. Everyone's <laughs> got their lives.
0: I I yeah. fully sympathize mm-hmm. with. It, so,
3: yep. so it was easier to just pick one friend and go to the studio and play everything. What and is hopefully th- now, more people can join.
4: More people can join. What, so uh, open call right now. Everyone yeah. listening the range, before, you can join
0: Darcy's uh, band.
4: You'd be lucky if you did. When is it going to be ready? I'm going to interview um, you now. What's the sound like?
3: Uh, once I find some money to finish it, it'll be done in the summer.
4: Hopefully. And what is and what then would you come out
3: 2 years from now?
4: Exactly. What would you describe the sound as? Uh
3: guitar based.
4: Guitar based <laughs> new metal. Kind of like jazz, you know. Sort of folky. Folky.
3: Loud.
0: Maybe a Loud. ukulele, banjo.
4: <laughs> is it like um no, I can I have no more jokes. Mm. I imagine it's I mean listen to him play guitar. Oh. Obviously very good.
0: Very shoegazy. Mm-hmm. very twangy. Something like that maybe. Yeah.
4: DarcyHancock.com. No, I'm kidding. I don't know if he has a website. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know I
3: do. are, you, are you proud of your web presence, Darcy? <laughs> I don't have over it. I just have Instagram and
4: Facebook. X. Darmon X. Instagram.
3: Yeah. Oh, we can follow that way. Anything?
0: Okay, Louise, any sort of final shout outs or anything else that. Uh...
4: Jody Glennum is also um, an amazing <laughs> solo artist. And yeah, with
0: the Dreamers.
4: With the Dreamers, that's right. I can't see her. <laughs> Neither can I. Um, <laughs> anyways, <laughs> check her stuff out, uh, Jody Glennum. Uh, that's her Facebook page name and uh, Summer Witch on Instagram. And Zane has a band called Smash Boom Pow, and he's just moved to Victoria. And he's a very talented young man, so anything he does is incredible as well. Purple one. Zane official.
0: Purple Zane <laughs> official. All right, I do have one last question. Uh, Zane's drumming style since he didn't uh, join the studio. Wool socks, no shoes. Is that uh, standard uh, drumming?
3: drum? first day i ever noticed that, I've actually. never <laughs>
4: seen that. I didn't. I haven't even noticed that. A lot of drummers think...
3: play without shoes, yeah. but I didn't know that he was one.
4: I didn't know that either, because I've always been sort well, of... Well, the,
0: the drums are in the way.
4: Yeah, they've never really, like, I never can see his feet. That's so interesting. Okay, yeah. I should ask him about that.
3: Where uh, you'll
0: have to ask him about that. Yeah, We'd pull him would. on air, but I don't know. I will <laughs> ask him about that. Yeah. All right, make right, first question, yeah. so... Mm-hmm. anyways Louise, Darcy, thanks for stopping by you guys thank sounded you. awesome when you played here thank you very and, much uh, yeah, at some point once I'm coordinated I'll get the podcast link so you can listen to everything Yay! and uh, yeah it's been a treat thank you, so thanks for having us not no problem, you're welcome at CITR anytime thank you very and much and we'll rip out the fluorescent lights as needed
4: get the velvet curtains or I'm not coming back we'll make it all
0: moody thank you and sad oh alright Louise Burns Darcy Hancock, thank you so much. Thank you. All right. Quality stuff there. Let's get a song going here, and uh, we'll take it from there. So you're listening to CITR 101.9 FM, broadcast of Ritman, Musqueam Territory here, UBC Campus 101.9 FM, Vancouver. All right, both acts you just heard there because there were two. They will be be playing this Friday at the Imperial. So we first start off with Calm Trues. For those of you who know what spoonerisms are, take the first letter, two words, and juxtapose them. So Tom Cruise, it's Calm Trues. And off his latest album, 2016's Silicon Tear, we heard Forgive. And then the short little cue that we just heard afterwards, of his latest album, Death Peak, through the Warp label, we heard Clark with Spring, but Dark. Both those acts will be playing as part of a Timber Concerts production. Again, this Friday, May 5th at the Imperial. Doors open at 9, show starts at 10. Tickets start at $25. They are available online. or at both Red Cat locations, Main Street and Hastings. And in Zula Records, do bear in mind was a 19 and older show yeah big thank you to louise darcy jody and zane for stopping by playing some music live for you the listeners and yeah if you missed any part of that along with the interview shaky as it was uh we'll have that on the podcast server up soon enough you can go to www.citr.ca look up exploding head movies if not, I'll try to associate uh, what was played on the various social medias, indicated social mediums, plurals for words I need to study. Otherwise, a big thank you to Jonathan for helping doing the sound for everything live here. Doing the mixing, doing the wiring. And quickly, how all the backline disappeared. Otherwise, thank you to Andy Resto, our music coordinator, for setting this all up. A shout out for Britt Bachman, editor of Discorder, who's watching everything too. And somewhere in the corner, I know Scott, our technical lead. Time to everything on the website along with all the uh, hardware and software we have. He's doing good work. My name's Gak, this is Exploding Head Movies here on CITR 11.9 FM. We let things run a little long, but that's fine. I'll figure out how to pare things back. Because, yeah, we have to talk about Chuck Barris and some other things going on, but uh, a couple points of order behind me. This is Kalamalka, great British Columbia producer, and off his 2006 album, which I have decided to hide somewhere. Actually, it's more of an EP called Shredder's Dub. We're listening to Aki. Now, since I've been away for three weeks, let's talk about some of the soundtracks that have come out and are set to come out this week. Danny Elfman did the music for the recent Thrill of the Circle, and that scores out through Sony Masterworks. Craig Wedren's music from How to Be a Latin Lover is going to be out through Nacional Records, and that's with a C, not a T. -t. Nacional. It's a song album. Uh, Michael Wanmacher's music from Voice from the Stone will be coming out. Don't have a label for that. Ryan Reitzel a single from the episode American Gods, the Neil Gaiman TV series called In the Pines. South out from Milan Records. Warren Ellis, a great violinist, works with Nick Cave. Someone I have to talk about again soon, but not this week. Uh, the score to Bad Girl, and that's South through Milan Records. And Onyx Jean, along with various artists, provide the music to the Canadian cop sequel, Bon Cop, Bad Cop 2, or 2. Uh, coming out this week, a song and score album tied to Volume 2 of Guardians of the Galaxy, which is coming out this week. Lots of Hollywood records. For those who are catching up with The Handmaid's Tale, Adam Taylor's music will be out through Lakeshore Records. And the Young Pope fans, Lele Marchitelli, various artists' music through Warner Music, will be coming out sh- this week. Three releases go, uh, we'll cover a couple here. Mark Snow. The X-Files, the event series, limited edition of 3,000 units, will be out through La La Land Records, which is also the home of Where, A Walk in the Clouds, by Maurice Jarre. another limited edition of 2,000 units, coming out. And a score that I profiled in the past, Barbarella. Bob Crew and Charles Fox's re-release coming out through Veressa Saraband. I believe that the appropriate music. Uh, it may, the podcast might be still be out somewhere I'm throwing things around and trying to figure out what to do Alright, I was going to play some other music here <laughs> Oh god, what are we doing? Well, we're going to dive around and mix things up here So uh, I'll talk about Germany afterwards Because I have lots to talk about But um, Part of the Vancouver Opera Festival that started over the weekend uh, Includes a visit by German singer and actress Ute Lemper and uh, she makes a rare Vancouver appearance with her show Last Tango in Berlin. And uh, she's backed by a piano, Bandonian, another type of accordion, and a bass. She explores the music tied to the Gabriel sounds of Berlin, Paris, New York, and Buenos Aires, featuring songs written by Kurt Weill, Bertolt Brecht, Jacques Brel, Édith Piaf, I forget who Ferré's first name is, and Astor Piagiola. Udel Emperor! it's the Orpheum this Thursday, May 4th. Doors open at 7. If you have a festival pass for the opera festival, that should work for the show. If not, tickets start at $50, then go up to 65 and then into the $99 range. Let's give you a sample of that cabaret sound, let's go back to 1996. She released two albums tied to Berlin cabaret songs. One in English, but appropriate for what I'm doing. It will be in German, so off of Berlin cabaret songs. Deutsch, this is Udel Emperor with Geschichte denfall. Fall.
2: Gesetzt den Fall, kein Grund sich drüber aufzuregen. Gesetzt den Fall, du bist um etwas Geld verlegen. Gesetzt den Fall, dass dir sowas noch nie passiert ist. Gesetzt den Fall, dass du dabei etwas geniert bist. Gesetzt den Fall, ein Finanzier lässt sich wo blicken. Gesetzt den Fall, du weißt es nicht recht auszudrücken. Wenn dann der Mann zwischen den Seilen. was Sie meinen und ich weiß, dass Sie's wissen und Sie wissen, dass ich's weiß. Also seien wir diskret, also seien wir gescheit und verlieren wir kein Gesetzt den Fall, dass sich zwei Frauen spinnefeind sind. Gesetzt den Fall, dass sie es wegen einem Freund sind.
0: Gesetzt den
2: Fall, der Freund betrügt sie alle beide. Gesetzt den Fall, sie treffen sich in ihrem
1: Leide.
2: Gesetzt den Fall und trauern beide um den Schönen gesetzt den Fall. Die eine stiehlt der anderen Tränen. Könnt's da nicht sein, wenn ein mit der anderen so allein dass sie, wenn sie falls sie Ich weiß, was sie meinen, und ich weiß, dass sie's wissen, und sie wissen, dass ich's weiß. Also seien wir diskret, also seien wir doch gescheit, und verlieren wir kein Wort mehr über die Angelegen.
3: Ladies and gentlemen, we have entered a sound stage at
2: CITR
3: studio for a visit with
2: the folks who are
3: directing the exciting young star
2: Dama, Dora, and, and guest in the real world. The Real World is the UBC Film Society's radio show. We talk about events, actors, directors, and genres. We come up with most of the genres. And that's what makes it so jazzy. It's a lot of fun and games, except not that many games. If you think you can handle all of this, tune in Fridays from 11 to 12 on CITR 101.9 FM. Shout out to...
0: off of Ute Lemper with Gesetzt den Fall, and again Ute Lemper will be at the Orpheum this Thursday, May fourth. Then we went back to 1995, off of Aluminum Tunes, a compilation of some of the B sides for the singles that they put out in the midst of their peak. That was Stereo Lab with Munich Madness, and behind me this is Deutsche Wertebeit. from the 1981 self-titled release. This is Deutsche Vault. So, as you can get a sense, there's a bit of a German theme popping up here, because that's where I was for the past couple of weeks. So, plans to have a, uh, one of the pre-recorded shows come out. I fell apart at the time, you know. People get sick, totally normal, and the good news is in this day and age, it can be played later. So, if perchance you are listening to CITR last uh, Thursday... In the afternoon, I think it was the 27th From 68pm, you would have heard a show tied into another German Although he's a more British now Max Richter So some of the music that he's put out Both classically and then tied into film You catch up all that on the podcast I did hope to Record another show while I was on the road But after one got canceled I ah, We'll save it for later in May But yeah um, Started off in Munich Hence some of the Song titles you've heard already And boy, that part of Bavaria, which you didn't know, is a Catholic part of Germany. It's pretty sleepy, especially on Easter Monday. So I spent 10 hours just kind of wandering around aimlessly trying to figure out what was open. But still beautiful. Plenty of parks to walk along. Great architecture there. And it completed my pop music. That M song from the 70s. New York, London, Paris, Munich. Yeah, that's done now. Uh, Otherwise, then, yeah. Yeah about some more parts of the trip later because I went to Nuremberg, Prague and Czech Republic and Berlin. But uh, let's talk about Munich because uh, we've got some music tied to it. Primarily from a uh, 2005 Steven Spielberg film about the aftermath of the 1972 Olympic attack by the Palestine Liberation Organization against Israeli athletes. And now special forces tracked down everyone involved with the Black September movement as part what was known as Operation Wrath of God. Munich was scored by the legendary John Williams, one of the four films that he scored in 2005. Red letter year for him, because you think he did the War of the Worlds remake, then Memoirs of a Geisha. Tied to John Williams is that the Vancouver Academy of Music Symphony Orchestra has a tribute to John Williams, and this will be at the Orpheum this Sunday, May 7th. 1 30 p.m. with a pre-concert performance by the vancouver academy of music choirs and then two o'clock the concert starts with music from star wars catch me if you can save it private ryan the adventures of indiana jones features michael morimoto on saxophone the vancouver academy of music intermediate symphony i wrote down vam to help and it's not helping also some guests, Mary Buckerfield, the White Coral Program, and then Kathleen Allen Conducts. So tickets are available online until Friday, 5 p.m., at which point tickets become available at the door. Cash or check? But not the Czech Republic check, because God knows that pun is going to run itself into the ground soon enough. Uh, bu- bu- bu, so yeah, let's listen to one of the cues from uh, Munich. This one's easy to identify, and it features some vocals from... Elizabeth Scott, definite Jewish influence here. This is John Williams with Munich, 1972.
2: Hey there! This ad caught your attention. It also caught the attention of the coolest people from Squamish to Bellingham, music fans, students and members of various cultural communities. If you want your ad to do the same, advertise with CITR and Discorder. If you've got a rad new ad or just something you want to share, whether in print, on air or online, promote your wares, services or events with us. Contact us at advertising at citr.ca or call 604-822-4342. Visit citr.ca for rates, information, and packages. This is the end of our ad, and if you're still here, we must be doing something right.
1: Hello, everybody. You are listening to 101.9 FM in Vancouver, CITR.
0: The Impeccable Ernest Gold. there. From the score to the 1961 film Judgment at Nuremberg, we heard the sights and sounds in Nuremberg. And the film was a courtroom drama based on a uh, Broadway production in the late 50s. The 1961 film was directed by Stanley Kramer. It Spencer Tracy, Burt Lancaster, Maximilian Schell, Marlene Dietrich, Judy Garland, William Shatner, early role, Montgomery Clift, as uh, they cover a fictionalized take of the judge's trial in 1948, dealing with some of the judges and prosecutors as part of one of the U.S. military tribunals to deal with the aftermath of World War II, and how a whole bunch of stuff that wasn't supposed to happen, by international law, happened. And of course, this means what was happening in Auschwitz the nazis were doing with the jews and other prisoners and nuremberg still has a history tied to what happened since uh the actual parade grounds are still just outside nuremberg in the background this is maple syrup from last year's vacation release all the tracks featuring city names i'm speaking over a guest at nuremberg and yeah that's where i spent most of my time a couple weeks ago since uh, work Will likely have me going there quite regularly, so we'll figure things out. It's a pretty town in Franconia. I stayed in the walled parts near the castle, featuring all the a lot of tributes to the great 15th century artist Albertus Durer. So we'll see how things go. Otherwise, let's get into our main profile here, Chuck Barris. As time is flying, and barely know what I'm doing here. Long-standing part of game show history. Died recently, known for many things, but we're going to start off with the most obvious of obvious things. He was the host of the 70s oddity, The Gong Show, an absurd amateur talent contest. He originally was not supposed to host it, he had, did have someone else lined up until that person did not get the joke at all because the point was it wasn't going to be a sincere contest like Talent of the Stars or like an American Idol as a recent uh, parallel. But no, the point was to have bad acts, do ridiculous things, and, you know, they'd win worthless prizes. It featured the unknown comic and uh, J.B. Morgan, some of the other guests that you see. But no, let's talk about Gene Gene, the dancing machine, the stagehand as part of NBC Gene Patton, and uh, during this song, he would start dancing. And it features a combination of Count Basie's songs, "Jumping at the Woodside Along with the one o'clock jump. And it's played by Milton Delug, the band with a thug. We'll talk a little bit more about him afterwards since we do have a song of his in place, but let's let Chuck Barris take this all away. <laughs> Double shots of Milton Delug there first off, backing Chuck Barris and the late Gene Patton, Gene Gene the Dancing Machine. He who himself died in 2015 due to complications of diabetes, which oddly results in the amputation of his dancing legs back in the early 2000s. Then we heard from the creature from under the sea, the theme by Mr. Delug, and you can find that on the Rhino box set, Brain in a Box. Uh, behind me, this is the Munich Concert Pop Orchestra, Victor uh, Luderdom. The song is Victor Luderdom off of Girl in a Suitcase Upgraded. And it's UCLA-trained uh, pianist and then eventually self-taught jazz accordionist. Briefly, was the music director for The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson in 1966, but he met with Chuck Barris that year, and he helped write the theme music for various shows of Barris's, including one that we'll hear later. Uh, Barris started his TV career as a page and staffer at NBC in New York in the 50s and they moved to Philadelphia to work with ABC for American Bandstand and based on some connections he had he got this number three song in 1962 written and performed by Freddie Cannon and refers to his hometown and all enough where he died it's to be Freddie Cannon here at Palisades Park So featuring some help from Milton Delug, but written by Chuck Barris, we heard the theme Bachelor Number One. Where would you take this lovely lady? As I point somewhere nervous, nobody play with me here. Where would you take her on a first date? Well I would go to the movies. Um that was the data game theme. Chuck Barris released themes from TV game shows as an album in 1974, featuring a whole bunch of the music that he wrote, or at least promoted, as part of his wide array of daytime programming. Since, after his time working in New York and Philadelphia, ABC sent him to L.A. to head up the daytime programming experience. But based on the pitches that he saw from producers and other production companies, he knew where the money was to get something on air. He started his own production company, and The Dating Game was one of his first ones. He had also shows like The Newlywed Game, The Dollar 98 Beauty Show, and of course, The Gong Show. Now during that time, it was rumored that he was part of CIA as a spy, and based on uh, his autobiography, which he said was unauthorized, take that as you will Confessions of a Dangerous Mind a 2002 film came out written by Charlie Kaufman known for many great independent movies and it was the directorial debut of George Clooney who had learned some lessons with working with Steven Soderbergh and the Coen brothers and he felt like he was the right person to take on the story since Clooney's dad directed game shows so he knew some of the history there he was able to use that extensively and he petitioned that only one man could play Barris and it was Sam Rockwell in a breakout role the film also starred Julia Roberts Drew Barrymore and Mr. Clooney as the CIA operative in the background this is Alex Swerman from his score to Confessions of a Dangerous Mind this is a cautionary tale we'll listen to two more cues of his from the film and I'll come back with one last thing We're going to listen to Going Crazy Coast to Coast. So from the score, to Confessions of a Dangerous Mind, we heard Alex Werman, first off with Going Crazy Coast to Coast, kind of a dark way to start things off, but then we heard uh, some more, uh, the continuing motif over piano and uh, other instrumentation there, and that song was Berlin, something obviously going to have to tackle later on in future shows. Vicarious Alex Werman, Chicago composer. He received some Emmy awards for some music he's done in the past, uh, for like Temple Grandin and Bernard and Doris. But he's also worked on things like the documentary *March of the Penguins*, *Anchorman*. Not a documentary. Run, Fat Boy, Run. Talladega Nights. The Bell to Ricky Bobby. So, a wide array of things. And yeah, the CIA denied that Chuck Barris was a spy. In the end, Barris actually did fess up that he did not work them for any capacity, but he just sort of imagined that concept for the autobiography. And of course, screenwriter Charlie Kaufman ran with that. So the story feel covers Barris' actual life, dealing with TV, but then the subtext of this random spy adventure. Barris wrote many books. The uh, most recent one was from 2010, Delia, memoir of it, my daughter. And she actually did appear on the Gong Show now and then. But she died in 1998 after a long struggle with drug addiction. Barris had lung cancer in the 90s. He underwent surgery, to remove part of his lung, contracted an infection, spent a month in intensive care. But he was still doing okay. But it was March 21st this year. Barris died at his home in Palisades, New York. Just of natural causes. He was 87 years old. And there's a new gong show coming out this year. And of all things, the comic Mike Myers is going to be hosting it. I guess the film career died after Love Guru. But at the same time, Mike Myers is going to be in character. So he's going to be some British pump host of sorts. We'll see how things pan out once that gets on air. Uh, before I forget, Confessions of Dangerous Mind features some additional cues from Juan Garcia Esquivel, Ima Sumac, and then George Clooney's aunt, Rosemary Clooney, since there is a familiar connection there. Anyways, that's going to be it for Exploding Head Movies this week. I'll be back next week with a proper show. We'll figure it out, So, but stay tuned. The Jazz Show is coming right up right soon. And next week... We'll continue on with my adventure in life. Maybe we'll tackle Prague. And then, since I caught him performing there, Joe Hisashi, Japanese composer, worked with many studio Ghibli Films. And I picked one of his famous scores, one that he did not play there. so will be spirited away. Anyways, what we just heard, it was uh, Nick Dorado with a few other folks. And that appeared on the Music Works 126 magazine slash compilation. We heard Morning Gong. Since the gong has sounded, I should get off air. But uh, let's do a little bit of a game show thing here, and this appears on Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. This is The Peas, doing a remix of The Q, simply known as Game Show. Take care of yourselves, Vancouver. Here's Sam Rockwell explaining himself. My name is
3: Charles Hirschberg. I have written pop songs. I have been a television producer. In addition, I have murdered 33 human being.
1: listening to CITR FM 101.9 or on your computer www.citr.ca. Stay tuned now for The Jazz Show coming right up with Gavin Walker, the Merry Month
3: of May edition.
1: Badu badiu, doo, doo, wee. Badu badiu.